Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League Show podcast. I'm your host, the self-proclaimed FPL guru, Alex Rex, and joining me today, same lineup as last week, Scott Williams and Barry Stokes. Scotty, how are you doing today? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, same lineup. No no hits taken from the podcast this week. We've uh, just rolled it over, have we? Yeah, okay, we'll, but, one free transfer. We won't be transferring Tom back in anytime soon. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, has he gone down? Gone down point one now, hasn't he? I think for all this transferring about. Baz, good to have you back. How are you doing today? Oh, good, thank you. Uh, we're not a uh, rotation like Chelsea, so that's always good. Exactly. We're uh, keeping the same team, uh, same team like City this week. Um, boys, thanks ever so much for joining us and uh, everyone who's listening. Thank you very much for joining us as well. And again, thank you for participating in our league. Here it is in front of your eyes. We've got Nicola Tomlinson still top, Jeff Belcher pulling back two points. And then underneath that, we have our manager of the week this week. Congratulations to our very own David Byrne. 84 points this week. Um, with a game week rank of 145,000 out of 10.5 or 0.6 million managers, 10.6 says it there. Al, 84 points for podcast listeners. You've got Pope Cancelo, who was obviously the big hitter this week with 18 points. Trippier, Nico Williams, Zuma, Martinelli with 12. Let's not talk about Martinelli this week, eh, Scott? Uh, Bowen, Zaha and Foden. Fantastic. Three uh, three players in the midfield there. Howland, the obvious captain. And Harry Kane, uh, up top with uh, another return for himself. Pereira sat on his bench as his last sub as well. But uh, first, first thought, lads, is this the is this the system? I think that's the first question I want to get into because Kane keeps delivering, Haaland keeps delivering. No premiums in midfield. Is this what is optimum right now? What do you think? That's what I'm aiming for. My next, my next couple of transfers will be aiming for that. Yeah, I won't see. I, I can't see any premium midfielders doing well. I think mean, Kane's returns to game week one, the week I captained him. Uh, eight, six, ten, five, nine, ten, six, and one. He's scored a goal in every game except for when they played West Ham away. Um, and in, even in that game, he's still got an assist. So he's got an attacking return in every single one of his appearances since game week two. Um, second highest scoring fantasy asset. I just think it's interesting because we're at that point now where, as we talked about at the beginning of the season, we have a really big shift in midfielders, as we always do. That's where you spend the majority of your transfers. And now it feels like we kind of had at the beginning of the season where there was like not really any 8 million midfielders. It was kind of like a couple of big hitters in the 6.5s. Whereas now it feels like we've kind of gone to that point where you can have Foden, Zaha, Bowen, Madison, Martinelli as your midfield five. And then you play two up front to Kane and Haaland. So what's Kane's fixtures, Guru? Let's have a look under then. Well, if we have I've not had a man and he's been, yeah, he's been bloody murdering me. In terms of the fixture difficulty right in their second uh, until the World Cup now. Well, he's coming in then, isn't he? He's coming in. I'm taking a minus eight, and he's coming in. Oh, First time for everything this season. Are you, are you just taking the the bold? What, what Tom might do, but won't do. No, I will. I will do. I will do this. I will get Kane because I'm sick and tired of him just keeping um, returning, and I don't have him in my team. Um, Manu away. away. They don't keep clean sheets to there. So uh, neither do Newcastle. No, new, oh yeah, well, not now we've got all the bloody defensive assets in there, haven't have they? Um, and Liverpool at home, let's be honest, they can't keep a clean sheet for Toffee either. So, 
Well, Newcastle at home, Bournemouth away, Liverpool at home, Leeds at home. That takes you to the World Cup. And then his run after the World Cup, um, not that it matters too much, but just, in, you know, I think he will be a... I'd be surprised if he's not a striker. I'd be surprised if this system that we've just discussed isn't what kind of everyone goes towards after the World Cup. Because no one's going to bin off Haaland, especially considering Norway aren't at the World Cup, so he's got a rest for a month. Uh, you know, just keep himself match fit, keep keep banging in the goals and, and training, and relax. Then Brentford away, Villa at home, Palace away. Yeah, Arsenal at home, but you know what he's like in a North London derby. Fulham away, City at home, but then Leicester, West Ham. These fixtures, he's, he's not really got like a clump of bad fixtures after. So he's 11.4, he started the season at 11.5. I mean, it seems like a relatively obvious starting starting point and topic, doesn't it? Great, great podcasting. I'll get the uh, one of the Premier League's top scorers of all time into your team, but at eleven point four, he's killing me. He's obviously killing you. Yeah. I think there's going to be quite a hefty, hefty shift. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think he's someone I'm definitely getting in this week. Um, like you said, and I think I'm sorry if I've jumped the gun a bit here um, to save money. You can easily go from KDB to Philip, can't you? Let's be honest. That saves well, a lot of crust. You, you, you've you've um you've brought up the topic straight away because we need to we need to discuss how we're going to navigate game week twelve. So there's been quite a few injuries and rotations that have come into play um, in the last well in this last game week. You know our our good friend Nico Williams. Yeah, he's not started now. Serge Aurier's got in the team. Yeah. He's someone that was going to be of uh, of, of great interest to us. Um, he, he was somebody who was going to probably sit in most of our teams uh, this week when there's no assets playing. Um, and then also, I'll you know, just click on my team for an example. Uh, you know, Reese James has got a knock. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Mitrovic, apparently there's been good comments in training. Apparently, he should be back this weekend, Mitrovic, but you never know. But then, like someone like Patterson, red flagged. Um, I think we're going to. A lot of people were just talking about carrying Martinelli, Cancelo, and, and Haaland through this week and probably getting rid of De Bruyne um, and then doing exactly what you've said there, Scott. Because if you look at Man City's fixtures, then after that, they've got Brighton. No one's, you know, they've, no, no one's as. Um, they're not looking as solid under this new manager, realistically, I don't think. Uh, Leicester, Fulham and Brentford up until the World Cup. And then you can get Kane in and you can have Foden in midfield. So a lot of people are going to be thinking about doing that in in, uh, in game week 13. How are your teams looking, Baz? How's your team looking going into game week 12? Let's get it up on the, let's get it up on the screen. Who are you going to be keeping hold of in terms of City and, and Arsenal assets, etc.? I've, I've only got two anyway, so... But no Arsenal. Because mm-hmm. I no thought they had some tough I had tough tough fixtures coming up uh, and obviously getting rid of Martin and he's absolute killed me, but I think it did with most people that got rid of him. Um so I'm looking at getting rid of two foul and uh Ivan Tony this week. Got two two free transfers, so but it's the decision of who to get in for Sufal. I was thinking of getting a Wolves Wolves defender in. I was going to save a bit of money and get um, Totty in because Collins is still banned. So 3.9. Going to start probably, played quite well maybe against Chelsea. I've seen a few highlights at game. Um, but I'm probably going to look for a, a Johnny 
Johnny at um, <laughs> four point four. Got quite a few. That's took a long time to play on that one. It's um, <laughs> played right into Scott's there. Sure of my humour there. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah. It took a long while for everyone to get on that uh, little joke. Well, um, but yeah, 4.4 <laughs> four four Johnny. Joke. Got a few good shots on him. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I probably be in you in the bingo now. That certainly is. So, yeah. um, you were, I mean, obviously with the, with the two players, that's fine. You know, it, may, it makes sense that when you've got no Arsenal, Scott, how are you looking for uh, game week? Game well, week flag, isn't it? With Sheldon Cooper at the minute. <laughs> you're um, you you, playing. Oh, obviously, it's it, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, um, we're going yeah, suspended, good. isn't he, as well? Yeah, suspended a little, uh, yeah, little so and so. Yeah, he needs to get. Miles out my team, but there's a lot of players that, yeah, need to get out my team here. I'm thinking this week I'm probably going to gamble on Mitro playing. I thought he'd play last week. He's really let me down there actually. Um, I'm probably going to roll the dice on Mitrovic playing. Um, or I kind of want to get Kane in now. I have got money in the bank. Does it show you on here how much you got in the bank? Uh, it, you've got three point seven. Yeah, it's a bit of crust in there. Um, so I, I might potentially do De Bruyne to Philip and then Callum or I don't know why I'm first naming them all like I'm best friends with them all uh, <laughs> or Wilson and Mitrovic to Kane uh, and then I'll add one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. yeah I'm running out of players there yeah I've, I'm probably going to um, just cry in a Trying to corner this weekend. <laughs> I think the biggest problem that you've got is when you're looking at game week 12 is Bailey's probably going to be injured um, still. Sue fouls a rotation risk. Then yeah. um, then Nico Williams isn't going to play. So you've got yeah. Bailey, Bailey, Sue Fowl, Williams might get a point. might come on yeah. off the bench. You never know. He might start. It could happen. But you've got a couple of heavy rotation risks and an injury. And then you've also got three players that aren't going to play. So there's a, there's a chance here that you might only put out. I mean, depends if James is back, obviously. Mitrovic, we expect to be back. These guys expect to play. The chance here, you might feel seven or eight players yeah. in this game week. Plus Pereira as well. Aaron yeah. Wilson's back, isn't he? Well, this is it. Wilson's playing. You just, I think you. That's what I'd be worried about. If I, I think I encourage everyone to do this when look at your team and just see who you got because when we look at, I've, I've, I've absolutely thrown the agenda out the window here. I've, I've gone to gone to the other place first, and then we'll go back to the rest of it. But it's the way the conversation goes. Um, but game week twelve is 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 also a midweek game week. And it's the only midweek game week that we've got for the rest of the season. So we shouldn't see heavy rotation with these other teams. But if there's going to be rotation, it's probably going to be this week. <laughs> so I think we might see a bit of a massacre on some people's teams. Um, but there are some pretty decent fixtures. I mean, Chelsea having Brentford's a good fixture. Um, you know, people people United and Spurs is probably the biggest game on there. You know, Liverpool, West Ham, anything can happen in these. But there's some there's some quite tasty fixtures here so I think there could be some decent swings in this game week I've uh, I've got to say um, I'll be uh, I'll be interested to see it could be there'll be a lot of luck on the line in this one in terms of who's going to play and who's not we can try predict it all all we all we can but I you, you never can predict it clearly enough um, in terms of rotation by the way which we'll, we'll mention now it 
it seems seems positive because Chelsea seem to have had their rotation last week, which was obviously frustrating for a guy who owned three Chelsea assets and none of them started. But at the same time, it, you, it's normally good when they've had the rotation. You don't then go, oh, no, they've been dropped. I must drop them now. It's not like that. They should have had their rest. So hopefully that's a positive thing. Also with City's rotation, Haaland's had his rest in midweek with the nil-nil against with Copenhagen. Mm. You say that about Chelsea, yeah. but the, the, them three players played last night, last night, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. So they have their rest in the Premier League. So it's I feel like they're it's fine. You know, right. you, you're saying they, they were rested specifically because of the Champions League. Now that's out of the way. They'll be back in the Premier League team. Yeah, I think okay. they they needed to beat Milan. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was yeah. a big game for them yesterday, and to to I feel like Potter knew that, and they were playing the worst team in the league at the moment, really ish. Wolves, mm. one of the worst. Yeah, so I feel like he mm-hmm. rotated against that team. I feel like he played that quite tactically. I don't think that's. A, I don't think Chelsea's a massive worry for it. I don't know what you think. What do you boys think? Do you think it's a, it's a worry for Chelsea's rotation? Do you still think he doesn't know his best eleven? I don't think he knows his best eleven yet. I think he's, he's too soon into no. the job. I think he's got a decent idea of his best eleven, but I think there's certain players like I'd look at that left back spot. I think he trusts both Chilwell and Cucurella, for instance. So I can see them two um, swapping in and out again a lot. I think looking further forward, I think if he was to put his first eleven down on paper, he'd play a Bamiyang every single time. And I thought Bamiyang played really well last night. Actually, um, it's I think that's what they need, and I think he probably trusts Sterling as well, but. I think he's still looking around. I think Baz mentioned him last week, like Conor Gallagher, for instance. Um, he seems to fancy him a little bit as well, so he's kind of coming in and out. Um, I think one player that will, they just seem to just play, and I'm pretty sure he played last week. Please tell me he did. Uh, Mason Mount, um, he seems to be the one that's kind of stuck in there a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but yeah, Baz, thoughts? I think defensively, I think that's where... They look at rotating quite a lot, as you mentioned, with the left-back situation. Right-back's kind of set in stone, um, really. Yeah, Asper, Quelta might um, play centre-half, maybe, but I think right-back, Bruce James has cemented that. Um, But yeah, Mount's looking really good. Um, Broja came on and, and, and scored, so it's not really set in stone for forward line either, to be honest, but I think... He knows more about his attacking players than his defensive players. Obviously, he trusts Cucurella because he used to have him at um, Brighton. So, so that's one reason why I put him in my team when I wildcarded because Potter trusts him. And why would he trust drop a player that he's had in the past and he knows what he's going to get from him? Fair enough. And then it, it takes us on to um, just a, obviously I've mentioned about. Um, rotation for, for for Chelsea, but you know you wanted to mention a lack of rotation in Man City's team um, generally in terms of the league so far. You know, Cancelo's playing every game, Haaland's playing every game. It feels like these guys can be trusted. So uh, Foden, Foden's played every game, isn't he? Prem? He's yeah. played yeah. every game. Yeah, he has. I, 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 it, it's uh, everyone's got this like this thing in their head about Pep. And I just think, you know, from 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 what our discussions beforehand, um, having City assets in your team isn't something we really need to worry about in terms of rotation too much um, moving forward. Injuries and bans 
I'm going to mention this because it's important. Looking at someone like Anthony Gordon, for an example, who's got banned, um, Jesus won yellow card away from a suspension. Um, Jacob Ramsey is as well. James Madison won away from suspension. Mm-hmm. I think I saw, oh. did, I see Dal- did I see Dallow on David Burns' bench? I think it was Dallow on any of your benches. No. He's a, yellow, he's a walking no. yellow card, Dallow. I was uh-huh. taking from a United fan. Um, he's won away from a suspension. So there's a few players here where uh, you don't want to be bringing them in with a blank game week lingering over. I, I think personally, I mean, let's look, if we look at Leicester's fixtures, for an example, um, they've got Palace at home, Leeds at home next to. They should be really good fixtures and Wolves away. They're, they're, they're good fixtures. I feel like if you're not going to bring Madison in this week, you're probably gonna have maybe missed the boat with him, but I, I, I always, I actually always, kind of think that I don't think that about us at Palace. Maybe you've got another week with Zaha, but still at the same time, I think these that you need to be moving towards these assets at um, this very moment in time. Uh, West Ham have got Southampton away and Liverpool away, so two away games, and Bournemouth at home, Man United away. What do you make of their fixtures, and what do you make of Jared Bowen? Jared Bowen, discuss. He's got two and two, hasn't he? So it's uh, easy as that. But for me, I'd, I'd, we know what Bowen's about. I'd, I'd go more on um, Skamaka. For me, yeah. I'm tempted to bring him in instead of Mitrovic. Um, yes, Mitrovic has got obviously uh, an amber flag on him or a yellow flag. But Skamaka, I'm thinking, yeah, he's got... Quite a few decent runs. Liverpool conceding, Manu conceding. I, uh, he's six point seven. He's cheaper than me to Rich. So I hand on hand nearly brought him that's in last where week. I'd probably go in. I nearly brought him in yeah. last week. I genuinely so, did, and uh, I know Jeff, who's in our league as well uh, for another podcast. He did bring him in, and I'm a bit annoyed because he did. I mean, I brought Wilson. He got an assist, but uh, you know, Samaka he scored in he last week. He did score three. Yeah, he scored all types of goals as well. Mm. He, he, nearly, he could have got a hat trick. The um, or two and three, I should say. With with mm. the Skamaka thing, I mean, let's uh, let's just quickly touch on VAR. Goal should have been a goal. Shouldn't have been a goal. Do you see? Do you see the handball incident? Anyone witness? You know, I just one game. I didn't see this weekend. I didn't so catch it. Do you see it, Baz? Mm. To be honest, I didn't. So it's another good chat from me, Alex. There, mate. <laughs> no, no worries, no chance. I'll take, I'll take this one. So the, the 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 ball kind of comes over the top and it bounces up, like it kind of bounces, like it gets stuck underneath him, and it it it, it I think it hits his hand the way that it then stops, and then it almost looks like it might touch his elbow, and then he lobs the keeper, and it's such a good finish, but then he doesn't celebrate. He just stands there and goes. Like, dobs his head around a little bit. Like, he knows he's handballed it. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's definitely not clear and obvious. It's it's difficult to see on the angles. But he basically goes, yeah, handballed it. <laughs> and then they give the goal. Then he runs off and goes, oh, my God. <laughs> then he celebrates like a nutter <laughs> afterwards. Like, if you ever judge by a player's reaction ever that they're guilty, 
it was then. Like he knew, he knew he'd handballed it. Anyway, whatever. That's uh, that was just a thought. Uh, Skaraka six point seven mil. He seems to be getting minutes in every single game. I don't don't blame anybody at all for for giving him a shot. The fixtures look good. If we look at West Ham's assets for the last sort of five five game weeks. Antonio's got appearances in all of the last five as well. He scored two goals. I mean, did any? I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to ask again. You both didn't see his goal, obviously, then, because that's the one that you. Um, I have seen it. Yeah, actually, it was <laughs> shocking. His strong goal. He's hit it straight at keeper. He's got look at his bounce back to him. Little playing about with his feet, and he just tapped it in. I was like, God, if that was my centre forward doing that. They were. It didn't look. It didn't look. It, it was lack of confidence. Finish put it that way. And, and he's on the bench for that reason. Coming on, stretching the back line of of, of uh, the defenders um, to give you that outlet. And obviously, his finish. Well, and also put it that the, way. there's the bit before, like where the ball flicks up, like one of the Fulham defenders kicks up, and Antonio almost like puts both of his hands in front of it and, and pushes it with his hands in front of him. Like he's volleyballed it, and it goes in front of him, and then he ha- takes a touch, and obviously then he does this terrible finish, and then it was get bounced back out to him. Fulham completely mess it up, and then Antonio has a tap in, which he still nearly missed. Actually, he still panicked over it, but because it was a second phase of play, apparently, like because the keeper had touched it, and then they'd messed about it, they had an opportunity to clear it. It was still given as a goal, even though he clearly handballed it. So obviously, like Rashford's got ruled out. But, you know, technically Pickford touched that one as well. But, like, it's still because it was the same phase of play and he handballed it. There were some some right some right funny ones uh, this weekend, I think, in terms of decisions. We'll, we'll talk about Arsenal-Liverpool in a minute, actually, because I know that that was an interesting one. But to, um, to finish off with the Arsenal chat, I think Paqueta looks like a very good player. I'm not too sure about him as a fancy asset. He's got 15 points in the last five game weeks. Um, Suchek ticking away with 19 but but Bowen by far and away is the best West Ham asset so if you're looking for a West Ham player to bring in I think it's Bowen number one then Skamaka number two um, you can you can potentially look at their defenders but I wouldn't bother to be honest I think they're uh, they're, they're too uh, too open at the back moving forward uh, another team I wanted to touch on is Bournemouth because Gary O'Neill seems to have got them ticking Quite nicely, I think. Um, they're up to eighth or ninth in the table. They're in the top half. Um, and they were doing, at least they were when I last up to the table, uh, and they're doing fantastically. Uh, Scotty, what, what, what have you been making of uh, of, of Bournemouth these uh, these last few games? Been impressive, haven't they? I can say, like, uh, they've, they've certainly turned the corner. I mean, one thing that they have done, I'm sure they've come from behind like three or four times to win games of football this season, which... For any team to do is is super impressive. Um, yeah, they did it again, didn't they, against Leicester? Yeah, there was one nil down and they've turned it around. And you know they've done it the other week. I think it was a couple of four three thrillers they've been in where they've come from behind as well. So yeah, I mean it's one of those, isn't it? It's obviously he's in, you know calmed it down a bit, but I'd be still wary of Bournemouth. You're going behind in every game, <laughs> so it's like you know how many times can you come back from the dead? But you would only expect that so many times from from a Bournemouth team, anyway, from a newly promoted team. Um, they seem like they're playing quite quite entertaining football and entertaining games as well. Um, minus a nil nil against Brentford, but um, I don't know. I don't think anyone was looking at that, thinking that was going to be a big point scoring or captaining anyone in that game. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, Baz. Um, <laughs> no. But, but yeah, no, it's done well. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? It's like, give him the job. Um, but is it going to be one of those? We've seen it before. Where as soon as the caretaker manager gets the job, um, it then goes off goes off the boil a little bit. So yeah, I mean, you know, when they've lost nine nil, they've um, they've drew one, drew, drew one. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, and uh, in terms of assets, Baz, anyone stick out for you? Um, Billings, Christie, and Solanke. Christie's got eight shots in the box, four on target from that in the last couple of game weeks. So it's definitely worth, and he's probably not worth how much is it worth, Christie? 5.3 million, same as Billings. So keep keep little assets to have because if you're worried about Pereira with Harry Wilson coming back, he could be a a go to option with the midfielders I've just mentioned. Uh, We're looking, I mean, Billing. He's got three goals this season, 38 points, and it's 5.3. You know, like for a midfield option, you've got a couple of players here if you really want some enablers. The, the only thing I will say is that I think we've got an abundance of midfield talent at the moment who are probably going to outscore Philip Billing, who are all between eight and a half and sort of six and a half million quid. And so mm-hmm. hopefully we're not going to be short of money anyway. And we're not all clambering over having a Trent and Robbo double up, um, you know, at the moment, which is what one of the things that costs us a lot of money. Pretty sure at the back at the moment we have Cancelo. And if we want to then go with, you know, like a James or a Trippier or whatever else, like we're not all, we're not spending loads of money. I think the majority of FPL managers would be quite flush with cash. And if you're not flush with cash, I'd have a good look at your team because... You, you must be wasted it somewhere. Um, there's uh, there's not, you know, there's no need to have Salah, De Bruyne, Haaland and Kane in the same team, which I know we saw from a few people a, a few weeks back, you know, like four big hitters. There's just no need for it at the moment. And that and that shift has been really noticeable, I think, uh, in, terms of, uh, in terms of players and quality. Wolves are top of the fixture ticker. Quick question for you guys. Anybody going to be touching any Wolves assets? Anytime soon, other than Johnny, of Johnny. course. Baz, other than Johnny, of course. Yes, it's it. Um, no? It's, it's, a, it's a hard no from me. I love a good hard no. Uh, <laughs> you're just not. You need to, we need to wait and see um, which Portuguese. Uh, do we know the manager's going to be yet, Scott? No, they've just, it's just um, La, La Portuguese, whatever his name is. It's horrendous they pronounce that. He's turned them down, hasn't he? Because he wants for personal reasons, so... Still on the lookout. I think that was their number one target. The ex-Spanish manager, wasn't he? Maybe like Seville or whatever. Yeah. The uh, guy got... that got fired from Real Madrid Spanish team because he got took the Madrid job or whatever. Yeah, he got that and then he got sacked and then he went back to the Spanish job. I don't know. Yeah, one of those. But he's not going to be manager there. So uh, Fair enough. Yeah, Wol- <laughs> Wolves are very very much a... Uh, oh, Wolves are playing. I'm not exactly rushing to tune in this season. Uh, Liverpool assets. Oh. So, um, did either of you watch the Liverpool Arsenal game? Uh, yes, certainly. Did. Okay, good. Baz, did you watch it? A bit of highlights, yeah. <laughs> but you've seen them. Cool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what I want to make sure I know before I ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scotty, what did you make of? Obviously, we had a good chat about Arsenal last week, basically being. Yeah, favourites for second. This was a big game for them this week. Yeah. Um, what what did you what did you make of the match itself in general? Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah. 
Yeah, brilliant game. Really good game. Um, I think you always get that with Arsenal, Liverpool, though. It's not one of those fixtures that you sort of get worried about. I know Liverpool, Man U at times has been a bit of a dull, mainly in the Mourinho, Mourinho days. But um, yeah, fantastic game of football. Um, I think, personally, I think the scoreline actually flattered Liverpool a bit. I think Arsenal were definitely a couple of goals a couple of goals better than uh, than Liverpool, I would say. Um, I think, yeah, one of the first real tests um, of the season and they came through it smelling the roses, really. So um, it's only going to do them the world of confidence going forward. You could tell by Arteta's reaction at the end of the game how big he knew the game was because, yes, this Liverpool team of not having a great season, but it's still this Liverpool team that we were saying six months ago mm. are they one of the best teams ever to be in the Premier League. So the fact that they, they still beat them 3-2 is, uh, is a brilliant achievement. And again, um, again, anyone, I'll mention Monday Night Football every week here, but I, I love it. And I know you, you'd love it as well. Al. And uh, it really does break games down well. And it does really show how brilliant Arteta's tactical planning was in that game and how he set it, set them up to, uh, to beat Arsenal, uh, to beat Liverpool rather. So fantastic game. Um, they've got some, Unbelievable players, like I said, Martinelli. It, it wasn't just his, you know, points returns. It was one of those where he did what Salah did. Every time he gets the ball, it looked like he was going to do something. He was so exciting, and uh, yeah, he's, he's he is the real deal. Um, but yeah, very very impressed. Baz, what did you make of it? Exactly the same thing. Saka and Martinelli just torn torn Liverpool defence a new one. Um, when you've got Jesus running around as well in, in the mix, it's very difficult to defend that. Uh, they're quite rotational players where they can swap and change, like Saka could probably potentially go up front, Jesus could go on wing. It's very hard to mark, especially with Liverpool's confidence as well. It's it, it's very hard for them to see where they're going to turn it around. Hopefully they can turn it around in, in game week 12 with, with West Ham and hopefully get something from the City game because as Klopp's meant... Recording has carried on. Apologies. That was a that was a technical issue on my part. But we are still recording, chaps. So, Baz, sorry, I, cu- I uh, cut you off in terms of you were talking about uh, Liverpool, which you probably kept talking about for a little while after, after I cut you off. Uh, but, yeah, um, you were discussing the... The issues that you are that Liverpool were having. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, I'm trying to retrap re- some st- steps now. Um, yeah, so basically Liverpool, the lack of confidence they've got. Um it doesn't seem well going going forward, especially with they got coming up. Hopefully they can turn that round in obviously the, the games leading up to the World Cup. Martinelli had um Trent on toast, to be honest. Um they just absolutely destroyed him. Um, but the front three for Arsenal looked really well. Um, so it's it's an aging team for Liverpool. They need to put that obviously impetus in it. I think they miss when Elliot's not in the team, giving that energy. Um, I think that's that's another issue. Um, but but yeah, over to Scott with his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, like, like I was saying, um, I think. For me, if they, if they really, they're just maybe lacking one attacking player, Arsenal, uh, just for that bit of strength and depth. Um, I know they've got a couple on the bench in Kessier, uh, Fabio Ferreira, um, Ferreira, Vieira, rather, um, to come up to come off the bench. But looking at that, they've not really got that much more. Um, I think the defense is actually really solid now, and they've got that strength and depth. They got with, with Tommy Asu back and 
You even got some like Cedric. I know he's not a great player, but he's, he, mm-hmm. you know, worst comes to worst, he's there. So I think that's maybe one player to lack in in, in January, just, just to get another attacker in or a wide, um, a wide winger. But yeah, I'm fair play. I think, and as always, they're one of the best teams to watch. And uh, yeah, well done, Mikel. Great plan. For um, the uh, good old projects, eh? The um, a couple of key decisions. The Gabriel handball penalty for you or not? Yeah, yeah. It's it's difficult, isn't it? Because like it is a penalty with the current rules because his hands away from his body, but it was kind of a natural movement, which was very. It, but but it is it's a penalty, isn't it? Let's be honest. That, that's oh, that's what it's. Oh, yeah, so current, it's it's definitely a penalty, and you can tell by you can even tell by how the uh, Neville and Tyler reacted to it. They're like, oh, it's going to be a pen. Mm. But unfortunately, Liverpool and Liverpool fans, when things don't go your way, and as a Man U fan, Alex, and as Swansea and Scunthorpe fans, we can all uh, test, you know, agree with this. It's uh, things like this happen, and you've had a few good years, I'm afraid, Liverpool hand fans, but it's it's over now. Yeah, and also the uh, the the penalty that they gave away. I mean, it's he has kicked through the back of his leg, and it, it's it's you're never overturning that mm. with VAR. I mean, I, I, I wish I had a quid for every time I've heard a pundit call it a soft penalty this this this, this weekend. But like, you know, soft penalty is a penalty still, so it, it, it is a pen for me personally. Um, and you're never overturning it, so that's that's that decision. Um, I, Liverpool were undone by their own. Really, really poor concentration and bad defending. I mean, it's simple as that. I mean, the three on three, and then Trent goes over and, and, and for the for the Saka goal. I mean, just stick with your man. I mean, he, they've cost the Tiago not tracking back properly and whatever else. Then if for the for the penalty, you know, it was it was a lack of concentration from Liverpool defenders. That, that their confidence is shot. They're mentally not there, and and that is a, the big reason why. I mean, I had this debate actually with uh, Sandeep, who's a listener of the podcast, who we all know very well. And um, I was saying to him, and we were having having a bit of food together. I said, "Look, you know, we should. I'm going to go against Haaland this week um, uh, against Liverpool. You know, I think in my position, you have to." Well, and he disagreed with me, and actually, I fully agree with him. Now, I've changed my mind on that. Like Liverpool look really bad at the moment defensively. Loads of lapses in concentration, and. Harlan got arrested midweek and looks insane. I think it, again, it's a, it's a no, no-brainer captaincy. Hmm? He got what? Arrest. All oh, right, I thought you said he got arrested. I said that's going to put a spanner <laughs> in the works, isn't it? No, he was on the bench. <laughs> he was he wasn't. Him. Get him out. On an, on an anchor. He's gone with Mendy, isn't he? Oh, oh God! <laughs> this podcast has no opinions on anything like that. Um, so, but it, it, it's um, it's it, the thing is with the Harlands. I mean, don't get me wrong. If Harland, you know, did get arrested for a few weeks, at least we'd have a different captain, wouldn't we? <laughs> 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 I've got to edit it enough anyway because my internet connection issues, Baz. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but with, with with Liverpool, obviously, with the Diaz injury. Um, one of the things that's that's that people have been debating is whether you go for Foden or Saka straight away from that. I would say no. Um, I, you'd wait until game week thirteen, but you know, get Diaz out your teams. You've got Zaha, Bowen, Madison, um, even players like when you look at Newcastle. I mean, Man United, Everton, and Spurs. I mean, they're, they're not they're, they're not great fixtures, but for a team like Newcastle, you've got Bruno Gamares, someone like that, you know, to free up a bit, free up the funds to do whatever else. 
yeah, I think there's plenty of options out there. Um, just not for your not for your captaincy. Um couple of quick fire ones then, lads, because um we'll we'll start with Liverpool. Firmino, is he an option? Scott, you're first. Go. Uh yeah, because my mum's got him in. So uh, uh Judith. Yeah. There you go. There's your shout out, Mum. Uh yeah, she's uh she's um I think it's definitely an option, especially now, like you said, the the injury to uh, Diaz, a hundred percent option, and he's actually looking really good. <laughs> I think he's the kind of player that will play against Man City. I think that hold the ball up and bring others into play. I think that's what they need against the City, um, just to you know counter attack. No, not not counter attack, but you know when they're breaking it. Um, so yes, quick fire, Scott. Yes, he is an option. I think only be- only because of the injury to Diaz. Anything different to say there, Baz? Uh, I think is exactly what Scott says. Cool. Obviously, my mum hasn't got him in fancy team. Oh. <laughs> Does she do fantasy? No. <laughs> um, the, uh, Big fire. Onto, Ma- onto Man United. Uh, Anthony, three goals in three. Um, next fixtures are Newcastle, Spurs and Chelsea, West Ham, Villa and Fulham. An option? Thinking about getting... Is he, is he, is he somebody that's on your mind? Sorry to jump in, Baz. I'm going to answer this one again. Only because he is coming into my team this week. Nice one. Baz? Yeah, he's coming in mind for me. Obviously, I, I, I'm not putting him in, but yeah, definitely worth looking into. Fantastic. Um, what's going wrong at Villa? Baz, over to you. Just the creativity. There's there's nothing there. They bring Coutinho in. They think, yeah, he's going to fix it all. He did really well at back end of the season, but there's nothing there. The game between Forest and uh, Villa last uh, on Monday was like, yeah, he finished one one, but they were Watkins doesn't look right. There's there's obviously Matty Cash isn't the same. Um, it's just I don't know what Gerard's doing with team. He's he's got a good bunch of players. Yeah, he's got a few injuries and things like that, but. People were saying, yeah, he's going to be the next Liverpool manager, but, well, obviously he needs to book his ideas or something. Just, but, seem, just seems to have made yeah, everyone worse. I don't Baz. know. Just seems to make everyone worse. Like, uh, uh, you know, like he's yeah. not improved anybody, I don't think. No. Scott? Apart from Ramsey, played really well back in the season, but, yeah, yeah exactly. apart from that. You're right there, apart from Ramsey. No, you are right. But other than that, I don't, yeah, don't no, um, He doesn't know his best 11. Similar as that. Yeah. Mm, he doesn't. Uh, a few other questions now that have come in for, uh, from, from some listeners, so we'll, we'll try to rattle through these as fast as we can do. Anybody else you're considering other than Kane for Spurs, as a Spurs asset? Do you know what? Just a bit different. Hoiberg seems to always get shots away. and uh, I know he's quite cheap, but it does seem to just do stuff and he's always sniffing around the box. So, yeah, maybe a little cheeky Hoiberg. He's had like eight, exactly eight, shots this, eight shots this season. There you exactly. go. Always getting them away. <laughs> More than, the same amount as Richarlison. There you go. To be fair. It's Kane, Son, and then it's, he's only two behind Kula's desk. Good to Kane and Son, yeah, he's, he's, he's up there in terms of shots. Um, and Anybody from, from your perspective, Baz? No. No. <laughs> 
good. Love that. There's the quick fire. That's what we're talking about here, then, chaps. Uh, yeah, and, and and to be fair, I agree. I mean, maybe maybe a defender if you wanted to get stuck into them because of the uh, the fixtures that fixtures that are up and coming. Um, anyone else? This is another question. Any Palace defenders you're considering? So this is actually a question that came in. I mean, Anderson for me, maybe it's got to be someone who's, who's got a, got a mention, but. Um, well, maybe Geiter is the keeper, but you know, even then, there's a potential rotation there. I can't can't think of any any other Palace defenders, lads. Any any from your perspective? No, I was tempted to get Mitchell, but no. As I mentioned, I'm probably going to get Johnny in. <laughs> you 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 give me Castagna. Oh, oh, in the Castagna. Is Castagna got an eye injury? Oh, he's got an eye injury, but uh, well, that's going to probably help Leicester's defense, to be honest. I see properly. <laughs> so true, they're terrible, aren't they? Um, Leeds United are they are there any assets at Leeds to consider? And one uh, one of our uh, one of our listeners has asked, will Marsh make Christmas? Kind of wish Tom was on this for this 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 one. Oh, they've, they've suddenly turned into a team I can't be bothered to watch on TV anymore, and I'm quite happy to say this because there's no Liverpool, uh, no Leeds fans on this pod. Uh, I know we have a lot of listeners, but my God, your team's got boring all of a sudden. Um, anyone to? Yeah, I mean, I think Aronson. He did one good run, didn't he, the other day? Uh, the, uh, the goal. Um, Aronson would be the one I would look at uh, if I was to bring any in. Baz? Same, same with me, Harrison, or probably Jack Harrison. But, but apart from that, <laughs> um, as Scott mentioned last week, the wind-up merchants, yeah. Zaha um, getting sent off. Yeah. Oh, well. yeah. It couldn't nearly happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, who's he sending off this week, Scott? That's coming, mate, that's coming. That's oh, what I'll coming uh, right Don't you worry, when I touch on the fixtures, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do that. Uh, a couple, right. a couple of, a couple of uh, quick, quick pointers I wanted to throw out there as well. People were were asking about top ten k and and this that and the other. In terms of captaincy, um, I mean the top ten k was last week was ninety eight point eight percent Harland. The rest of them, don't know what they were thinking. Um, but uh, Harland there, obviously delivering some uh, some ridiculous numbers. I think we'll see still something. They're playing to the ones that did Cancelo, by the way, not but not for. I you gotta be sad. I mean, they've done in terms of actual score. Yeah, you know, Cancelo zero for Saka, zero for Gomez, not point not one. So that's what ten managers less than in the top. Martinelli. So a few and Foden. Yeah, at that point, fifty managers. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the managers that got giddy and thought Haaland's wrong and ridiculousness could just continue and triple captain Haaland. I know. Oh, yeah, someone in, someone already mentioned on his podcast did that. Absolutely. Well done, Sandy. Oh, she knows better than that. She knows the better to wait for a double game week. Especially with Haaland. I mean, I think with, yeah. with the returns he can get, I mean, it, there's potential for 100 points for a triple I captain. Know, I think there's a double game week coming at the end of, in, for City, which is like Bournemouth and Fulham or something, isn't it? It's ridiculous. So Potentially. Was that Planet FPL you were listening to about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, th- th- re- just a shout out to Planet FPL because I, I-, I really enjoy listening to their podcasts. Um, I- I- they do one every day. Uh, so, I never I never listen to all of them, but I'll try and try and tune into a few of them. And 
Um, James from Planet FPL is really good at, at dissecting the fixtures and figuring out who's going to be um, who's going to be playing who later on. So yeah, City potentially have got a ridiculously good double game week coming up at, at, um, at some point moving forward. Um, the, one of the other questions I had was about ranks, and um, if you're looking at your current score at this very moment, I couldn't find a, a graphic for this, which was annoying. But I, I, I had I, I did look this up before, and I was just trying to look on live FPL because this is where I got the um, the information from. But I couldn't couldn't see it quickly enough there. But the the person who's number one in the world has got seven hundred and twelve points. And the top hundred six hundred and eighty eight, top one k six hundred and seventy one. So between the hundred and a thousand. Oh, playoffs. Doing it again. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, between a hundredth and a thousandth, there's only um, seventeen points. So uh, in from and that that's how that's how that's how close it is um, across the top lot. And then also the top ten k six hundred and forty eight points. So between being um, three hundred thousand and ten thousand, there's only forty five points. So it's, it's really condensed. Up there at this very moment in time. So if you sat there with an overall rank of, you know, the people at 500k are only 10 points off 300k, you know, and at 500k, 593 points. You know, the top off the top 10k, you're literally 55 points off. You're 55 points off, and you're 500k compared to 10k. So it's it's a uh, it's worthwhile being patient. And for those of us down in five millionth, um. You're dreaming. So uh, that's that's where that's where we're at, where we're at with those. So sorry about a couple of the sets of technical issues that we've had today. Been very very frustrating, but as usual, they've come from my end. So let's touch on the fixtures for game week eleven, and then we'll have a look at captains and we can move forward. So the deadline is this coming Friday at six thirty. It's a Friday deadline. Brentford are playing Brighton on Sky. Then we've got Leicester Palace, Fulham, Bournemouth, Wolves, Forest, Spurs, Everton. Uh, and then on Sunday, Villa Chelsea, Leeds Arsenal, Man U Newcastle, Southampton, West Ham, and round it off, Liverpool face Man City at Anfield. Captains this week, boys. Thinking any any uh, any further than I mean, Haaland's away at Anfield. I mean, ridiculous that we've got to basically think that he's going to be the nailed on captain. But anybody thinking anything different or any other options? Nope. Big game player. Gary. Uh, I think there will be a few games this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kane, Kane against Everton um, at home, evening game as well. Uh, there's, you know, I think a lot of us were looking this week at maybe Mitrovic against Bournemouth, even like you know Sterling or Aubameyang against Villa. You know, they but you say you say that that's my red card of the week, Sterling or Aubameyang. Sterling or Ober. Yeah, but I think Thiago's got a red card in him this week as well. With Matic being injured, Trent being, do you think Trent's yeah. e- <laughs> think Trent's even injured? I think they're just giving him a break. I think he's off on holiday with Harry Maguire. I think they need to just sort their heads out. They're having a cuddle, aren't they? Somewhere just getting over the sad sad times they're having currently um, from their dizzy heights. Yeah, I think at the end of the day we're looking at Haaland captains, but there'll be there'll be a few differentials, and there's there's a few really good options out there where you could you could you could go for, and none of them are wrong. So. Um, yeah, just I'm. I'm still. I'm still tempted to go different. You may as well, mate. Nothing to lose. I think, I think that's exactly triple captain it as well. Yeah. 
Jesus, can you imagine? Get Heiberg in your team and captain him. Go on. Yes, go and get some shots off. There you go. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, uh, six thirty deadline, lads. I'll uh, I'll call it there because uh, my uh, technical issues are making this incredibly fun to record. So uh, thanks ever so much for everyone that's joined uh, joined us this week and tuned in. Thanks Barry for joining us again this week. Very much uh, enjoy having you on. Um, and uh, Scotty, thank you for being here again. Don't forget to follow us on All in Football Pod, All in Football P, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, and uh, we will uh, we will see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs>